uh, the DC streaming thing is online. Oh, is it? It was right. See, oh, is it? It was a qu- they sneakily released it. Mm-hmm. Cool. I had uh, people tweeting at me. They're like, "Oh, it has comics and whatnot on it." Oh yeah, yeah. It's a very small amount. It's very uh, bare bones right now. Interesting. And I also know I also know this because a bunch of the podcasts that I listen to mm-hmm. that are not part of the soon to be named network. Uh, this is a historic uh, Longbox Heroes After Dark uh, episode two hundred. By the way, right. So. Uh, we were talking about the DC uh, online thing, DC Universe, as it's called. Mm-hmm. So I guess it went live uh, last week, and I noticed a bunch of the podcasts that are in the Podcast One umbrella all have live reads uh, hyping the thing, and it's all the same live read mm-hmm. from all these different shows. And I listen to these shows... And I know these people either don't read comic books, or they're like, I only read manga, or actively hate comic book and comic book-like related media. I only read comics from Europe. Right, or Eurasia. Oh, my Asia is different. Mm -hmm. So, people had tweeted at me the other day about it. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's that? Dead air is good. Yeah, this is the fake show. Come on. What? Nobody cares about this show. This is the show that this is the gold standard of the network right here. The gold standard of the network? Yes. Of podcasting, too. Mm. Like, this is this is the bar everybody hopes to to leap over. Not catch any parts on it as they go. I was looking to see what they have in their comics section. Mm-hmm. I bet it's comics. Well, it looks like it's a bit of a hodgepodge. As it Does were. it have Batman Year One? That's what I'm checking. <laughs> I I know my Joe. Yes, yes. If Joe is checking anything, is Batman Year One there? Because if it's not... Right. Oh. So, like, here, okay... You've got one issue of 52. I'm just going right from the top, right? Mm-hmm. You've got the first issue of the Grant Morrison All-Star Superman. Sure, sure. Is the 52 the Batwoman one? Uh, good what, question. What, 27? Is it 27? I bet you it's the first. With Batwoman coming to... Nope, it's issue one. Oh, then... Right. Then it's probably not the Batwoman issue. So then you got, like, the first six issues of All-Star Western. You got the first 12 issues plus the annual of the Jeff Lemire Animal Man. Uh, Then it's, like, six issues of this here. You know, a couple issues of this there. The Arkham Asylum Living Hell miniseries by Dan Slott is there in its entirety. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Batgirl Year One is there in its entirety. By Dixon and Beatty? Yes. But no Batman Year One. That's what I'm looking. Because Batman Year One is... Right, so... Uh... The page. 
just loading a little slow. Don't tell anyone. Mm, I think the user's a little slow, too. Okay. Yes, of course, of course. Batman Year One is in there. Then there you go. So now you can get it. You can stream at your heart's content. Right. So here's here's my only problem with this is, right? Mm-hmm. My only problem, quote unquote. <laughs> so they have three different logs for Batman in here, right? Right. They have Batman 1940, which would be one would assume the original run, right? Okay. Then they have Batman 2010. Then they have Batman 2011. Okay, so Batman 2011 is the first three issues of the Scott Snyder run under New 52. Right. Batman 1940 is a bunch of assorted early issues, you know, just like a bunch of random issues here and there, like a sampler, if you will. Right. And then 2010 begins with uh year one right then it jumps all the way to the red hood story by judd winnick so that makes sense but it's it's weird that it's in its own separate like little category you know now are they the movies no okay they are the comics just yes Because 2010 sounds about, like, when they started making those animated movies. No, but, well, again, it's, uh, well, 2010, but there's no designation that says, like, these are inspired by the... Right. You know, these are what inspired. It's just, like, three of the same exact icon. One says 1940, one says 2010, one says 2011. I'm sure all this will be ironed out when it's when it's ready to for everybody to use. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, they have that Batman Harley Quinn, you know, with the Alex Ross cover. Dark Knight Returns, of course, is in its own little separate little thing. Right. At least it has All-Star Western, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm down with that. Uh, the Bizarro miniseries? All right. Does it come with the, Can you get a digital copy of the tattoo that came with the first issue? No. No? I'm just looking to see what they... It, like I said, it's just a lot of piecemeal stuff. Like, one right. random issue of Final Crisis. The good issue. One random issue of the Flashpoint miniseries. The good issue. Uh-huh. No, formerly known as the Justice League uh, miniseries. Many, the whole miniseries? Yes, sir. Then they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's not available in trade anymore. No? Either of those. Formerly, uh, uh, formerly known as the Justice League and the sequel, uh, which I think is... St- Still formally known as the Justice League, but they they are long out of print. Right. So it's weird because so as I'm going through things, they have like the they'll have one issue of whatever like a big crossover thing is. Like here's one issue of Identity Crisis, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, here's one issue of Green Lantern Rebirth. But then you look down a little bit further as I'm just going through the list. They have the first 28 issues of Hitman in there. Well, that's like the, that's like one issue of Hitman. Sure. I don't know. They have the entire run of Impulse. They have the entire run of the more recent I Vampire. The entire run of Impulse? Yes. That's that's weird. Yes. Because like, all right, maybe like the, you know, the Mark Wade run and what did Todd DeZago take over that after a while? I don't remember. But either way, Either way, it just seems like like 
okay, I don't know. I just start with the Mark Wade run ad from there, but the sure. whole run is nice. Uh, then they have, like, the Joker's Asylum all broken out by individual issues. So that Jason Aaron issue is in there, right? Right. Uh, they have the first six issues of Justice League International. So just the Justice League issues? Yes. Or is it, I'm actually curious how it's marked, because one through six is Justice League, and then seven becomes International, and then I think around 24 or 26, it turns to just Justice League America without the of. One of the most confusing renaming of books they in the have history of comics. Justice League, one through six, labeled as Justice League International. Oh, okay. Even though the cover very clearly just says Justice League. Well, that's how it's known. Right. And then later on, Justice League Europe becomes Justice League International. And this is what someone pointed out to me, uh, Stiff Peg Pete, longtime listener of the show, uh, that they have the the entire run of Manhunter on there. Which one? The Andraco? Yes. Okay. Because I like the Ostrander one. I'm a sucker for the Ostrander Manhunter run. Yeah, the Kate Spencer deal. Right. No, I'm talking about the Mark Shaw, but yes, that's a great run. Does it even have the backup features? No. Oh, that's so sad. No, no good. Now, I, I'll have to give them credit for this, as I was lamba- lambasting them before. They have the first 36 issues of Starman. Which Starman? The, uh, the, uh, the uh, James Robinson? James Robinson. Just make sure there was an 80 Starman okay. run, too. Plus the 80-page giant that takes place during those. Okay. Plus the missed one shot, plus the Starman one million issue. That's some good. Well, they got a lot of stuff in there. They're not missing much. But it's it's a little haphazard for me, you know, with their labeling and stuff. Well, a real comic fan would know what they were looking for. Right, right. But if you're trying to entice people into things, you know, the weirdest thing to me is those only one issues of the big crossovers. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, it's just like, oh, hey, here's <laughs> Final Crisis Issue 1. A confusing story. It went read completely, but we'll just give you one issue. Maybe it's better that way. Good but luck. I could, see the, I could see them like, well, we want files for Final Crisis and Flashpoint and other stuff. Okay, I put them up. Well, they won't work unless there's a file in there. All right, just throw one random issue in to make it work. So when we're ready to put it all up, we have a place to stand. Like, this seems like all technical garbage. You know what I mean? Right. That, that like, that there's reasons for. I'm sure there is. Right. Because whoever has trouble with uh, Internet sites and stuff like that. And then they have the first 15 issues of the Alan Moore Swamp thing. Oh, which is getting an absolute... Oh, it is? Yep, it was in this uh, uh, solicitation, so another absolute for Todd. Yay! But not till June of next year, so that gives me some time to save. Okay. Good stuff, good stuff. So, Todd. Yes? I have to mention here uh, on this show, since we're not allowed to talk about these sort of things on the main show, Right, right. I owe you $10. No, you don't. It's a gift from me to you. What? It's a gift. When I see you later, I'm going to give you the gift that keeps on giving, a Jim Clarinet ground beef cloth. (laughs) Okay. Right. I need to know the whole story. Okay. Um, Here's the story. Uh, When we 
got there, like there's the whole con. It's in the, it's in the, uh, you and Josh. Uh, yes. Uh, Josh, Josh was there. And I wish you were there because I would have stayed for Jim Clarinet. But, uh, when we, we got there, basically what I did like is they had the wrestling, uh, equal but separate from the comics. Um, okay. They, they were really over in one corner. I like that they didn't, you know, mix it in. I'll honestly admit that they had a wrestling ring. I don't know who there was wrestling matches as, as I was walking around. I heard them for a while, having had to walk past them to get somewhere at one point. So I don't know like what company I didn't look into it. Didn't stop. Didn't check. It was just to interject. It was Tommy dreamers house of hardcore. Okay. I didn't see much hardcore going on, mm-hmm. but, um, so we walked by and then I was looking around for uh, Jim Clarinet's table and I couldn't find it. And luckily Josh was with me. He's like, Oh, it's, it, it's right there. So when I got there, Jim wasn't at the table. Uh, so I'm like lucked out. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I asked the guy, I'm like, how much for, you know, a ground beef, beef cloth. And he was like X to $10. And I'm like, okay, I'll take one. I knew you wanted one. You told me to get you one. So I rolled it up. And then, you know, I was just looking at the other table and I was like, Oh, look at that. There's restraining or copies of restraining orders for, for either uh, Rene Russo or against Rene Russo. I don't know which one. Vince Russo, but yes. Right. I don't know if it was like, cause it just said restraining orders Russo. Yeah. So like I said, all joking aside, I don't know if they were the restraining orders that were sent to Jim Clarinet or Jim Clarinet sent restraining orders to, to, to and I can, I'm going to say, cause I don't care Rene Russo. So, uh, I was like, Oh, okay. And they had some uh, other stuff. Like there was DVDs and, and VHS, which I didn't even text you on those. I didn't think you would want any of those. Um, I should have, but I was trying to get out of that section of town as fast as I could. Um, so I was like, okay, they have it. And then I made the mistake of looking down at the table and it said blank, $5, $10 autograph, whatever free. If you bought something off of us. And that's when I realized I haven't asked you if you want it signed, personalized, whatever. So I text you and I don't know how fast you're going to get back to me because you're off in, you were off in Cleveland at this time. Right. I was headed so- to, yes. Yes. Okay. Headed. I didn't know if you were at. Don't really. The time frame confuses me. Um, so I was like, okay. And I asked the guy who's working the table. I said, listen, I don't know if my friend wants this signed, but if he does, will you remember? Me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, who was? was gonna... So Jim uh, Jim Cornette was not there, but someone else was there in his place. Yes, someone was running his table at the time. Hmm. When I got there. Now I'm not saying he wasn't there because I got there later in the day. Uh, he came back. I mean, he no, might no, have no, we'll to... get to that. We'll get to that. I'm just intrigued to see who was running Jim's table for him. I, I have no idea. I, 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 I may, I don't, maybe they're in the picture that I took. Right. Or had As taken. an investigative journalist, you, you, right. you, you, you should have. You know what? You know what? I ran into listener Mark Cole. Oh, okay. Maybe Mark Cole went by. He got his Mark photo with, with Jim Clarinet. I did see so, that. Yes. So maybe he'd know who was running the table. Okay. It, maybe it was nobody. Maybe it was somebody. Right. I, I don't know. So I asked the, the, the handler, whatever, we'll just call him the handler for now. Uh, will you remember me if I come back? If he wants it signed? Cause I, I looked at him and I said, cause you know, it's free if, if, if I bought it here. And he's like, yeah, he's like, go, I'll, I'll remember you. I'll remember you. So 
I was like, all right, we're done here. There's nothing. There's nothing like really that that I want to do. You didn't. I was. I even sent out. There was legends figures for thirty dollars if you wanted signed. Yeah. So I I, I I got away from the table. It wasn't long that I was away from the table, and I got your text. Yeah, that you wanted it signed, and then I was like, do you want to personalize? You know, because some people do, some people don't. So you're like Joe to Joe. I'm like, yeah. Um. All right. So I was like, I knew I would go back. Um, but we were going to run some stuff back to the car. So I was going to do one more once around and, and look for stuff and halfway through the day, run stuff back to the car. When I did, I'd take your, your ground beef cloth back with me because why carry it in my bag for no apparent reason. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I did con stuff as we talked about on the other show. So I come back and now Jim Clarinet is there, but I don't know that Jim Clarinet is there. I'm like, oh, we're back, and Jim Clarinet isn't here. And Josh is like, yes, he is. He's got his back to us. He's leaning over the table. He's wearing, like, black sweatpants and black sweatshirt. Yeah, that's casual Jim. Right. But I, I'm expecting to see a red-faced guy in, like, a, a cheesy, like, a gosh, like, colored suit or something. No, that's so, Bruce Pritchard. But that's... I thought, no. I thought, so, like, with the tennis racket. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the tennis racket. But that's... With the with the red suit? Doesn't he wear a red suit? Yeah, he's got many multiple colored suits. Right. So I'm of the, of the, like we talked about on the other show, if you're at a fucking con, be in your superhero outfit. <laughs> so Jim Clarinet better be in his goddamn superhero outfit, carrying a clarinet or a tennis racket, so I can immediately spot him on the horizon. Right? So now, also, when I see... Jim Clarinet in pictures. He looks uh, rotund to me, anyway. In the in the sweats, they were just draping off him. He looked like he had a tapeworm or a gastritis like disease or something because he looked really really thin to me. I don't know if he's lost a lot of weight or or what. Just something about him in the baggy. Always seeing him in the red suit, like that's clinging to him. Then you see sexy clinging to him. By the way, when when you see him in the in the in the the, the frumpy outfit, I'm like, this is this is everything I not thought it would be, right? So I'm like, all right, at least it is Jim. I can walk over to him. So the guy was there, the handler, and I'm like, hey, do you remember me? I bought this, and he's like, yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, hey, Jim, this guy. Uh, oh, and at this point, right, uh, the the only thing I hear from Jim is as I'm walking up, as I as I turn to to do the the uh, the to have the guy, the handler, get his attention. I hear Jim talking to like you know a huge crowd of people, like two. Um, so yeah, I was so you know I, I had nothing when I was a kid. If if I wasn't born a boy, I would have had nothing to play with. Ah, oh, GD ever. <laughs> Right? So I'm like, let's get this signed as fast as possible. Oh, come on. So now I go over and he's like, hey, Jim, this guy bought this before, but he didn't, for a friend, he didn't know if he he wanted it signed, but he does want it signed. Do you mind if you personally, I'm like, thanks. He's like, yeah. And he's like, to, I said, to Joe, you know, your name and he he writes. And now the way the the ground beef cloth is made, the graphics on it are like rubbery. So when he's signing, it's not sliding like a pen. So he's like, if this is a mistake, it's like he's like, I'm like, all right, if you, if you screw it up, you screw it up. What are you going to do, right? So 
he just he signs it to Joe, uh, you know, Jim Clarinet. And I'm like, thank you. He's like, no, thank you. Right. And then he told a really funny story that apparently everybody laughed at. But I was thinking about depression era cart black and white cartoons in my head. Okay. So I completely missed it and walked away. Oh. I listen, did you send me to get you something from him? Uh yes, but did, I, did I get it? Well, I don't have it yet. This all right. could be a clever ruse by you just to work me, as the kids True, say. True, and I could roll the truck on the way to the to the to the shop today, and they could uh they could uh you know cover my body with over my over my head with the with the ground beef cloth, right. and that's the way I want to go out. So that's me meeting Jim Clarinet. Right. I, I was hoping he would he would have charmed you, and you would have become a fan for life. Um, no, no. Uh, honestly, I just, I, there was other people there who wanted to talk to him. Right. And I was given a mission. I did my mission. I stealthed it in and I stealthed it out. Mm-hmm. Because, now, in all honesty, how long would you stay talking to a doctor if you got a DVD signed for me? A dot like, I don't know if it was Trapper John. <laughs> right. Or, right. Or if it was or, uh, George Clooney was a doctor on ER. Right, or... I got a lot uh, to talk Doogie, to him about, because he dated a Doogie, wrestler. Right, Doogie Hauser. Doogie Hauser, I got a lot to talk to him about. Right, you like that, you know, uh, what's, How I Found My Wife, or whatever right, show. How I, was... I Found My Wife show, yes, <laughs> yes. Right. So, no, like, literally, would you just, would you be like, hey, you know, blah, 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 which, blah, blah, Okay, blah. which doctor are we talking about, though? <sighs> Any of them. Because there's only matter. one Jim Clarinet. There's, like, 12 doctors. <laughs> Ugh. Whatever, right? But if even if it was anybody else, you'd it, you'd still get me. There's other people you'd have me get stuff Stein from. So, do you know what I'm saying though? Like, I don't know. You you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. You you would be pleasant. You would be polite. You would be like, my friend's a big fan. I'm here to get this for him. Um, I I you know. Oh, are you a fan? No, I'm not. No, you know, no, not see. Okay, now, see, that's that's a big days. thing that you like. Oh, I, you didn't like lead. You're like, oh, I'm getting this for my friend. And well, Jim well, I, is, I, I would assume, I, smart enough to be not like, oh, you're not a fan, huh? Motherfucker. <laughs> or right. you didn't offer up. It's like, oh, I'm getting this for my friend. He's a big fan. I personally hate you, but. Right, no. And I didn't even, I didn't even lead up with, like, when I met the, the handler, I didn't even, I said, can I just have a, one of those? And he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And then I walked away, and then I was like, the only reason I told him what I was doing was because I didn't know how long it would text you to, like, right. I was like, I don't want to just go, oh, I want this signed, it's for me, but I don't know if I want it signed. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, and then when he said, when we came back, I don't even know what I said in the story. I didn't know even if I told Jim at that point, or the handler told Jim that it was for somebody else. Do you know what I mean? Right. Honestly, that's like as, like a little bit of a blur. As far but as Jim Cornette knew, you were Joe. Right. For all I know, I was Joe. He To him, I was Joe. And mm-hmm. then I was out of there like a shot. So That's all. I'm just saying, if I went to go meet a doctor, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm getting this for my friend Todd. He couldn't be here. I personally think Doctor Who sucks, but go ahead, sign it. Do your little <laughs> trick. Now I'm going to leave. Two D's. I always remember with two D's, Joe. Right. Right. So, is there a Todd with one D that spells their name with one D? I hope not. There are Todds with one D. That's oh. why I always tell people when they're signing Todd with two D's. Mm-hmm. 
it's the second D that makes me evil. That's a Peter David thing. Oh, boy. Yep, Fred from Captain Marvel, the future version of Captain Marvel. His name was Fred, F-R-E-D-D, and he'd say with two Ds, it's the second D that makes me evil. But thank you very much for going and getting the uh, Jim Cornette burger towel. Yes. Now, I have to ask, did you watch Hell in the Cell over the weekend? I watched like 80% of it. Oh, tell me all about it. I've been waiting for this moment. Oh, you can't. You have a podcast. No, I could. You have to to save it for there. I don't want you to ruin it and give it away for free over here (laughs) when you can have it on your podcast. And by the way, thank you for honoring me in the naming of the podcast. What what the hell are you talking about? The podcast's called A Todd's with Wrestling. (laughs) I see it when I look at it. A Todd's with wrestling. Took you three weeks to figure that one out? <laughs> yes, it did. And I was looking at it on Twitter, and all the letters were bunched together. And I'm like, A Todd's with wrestling? So now you know my official new name for your podcast. All right, that's fine. Uh, come on, you like that. I'll accept it. That is a good one. <laughs> but no, if you'd like, we could certainly talk about uh, Hell in the Cell here. I got no problem double dipping. No, I'm good. No, I'm, I, I would feel terrible for, because then like, it would just be wrong. It would just be wrong. I, I just, I just feel that it, just the way you don't talk about comics on the wrestling show. Uh, I, I think comics comes up. I would guess because I haven't listened. <laughs> right. So, if you, you ever about- listen to a podcast, that certainly will be a podcast you don't listen to. Yes. Yes. So, and I know you talk about me a lot, so. Uh, Adam brings you up more often than not. Oh, so, you, so he, he sets you up so you can spike him? Is that what it is? No, I don't, we don't, just kidding. We don't bash on you too much. <laughs> I know, I'm a, I'm an American treasure, I was told. <laughs> anyway. So. Well, there was more, uh, of the comic stuff that Todd did at the Philadelphia Comic Book Convention. Mm-hmm. Over on the main show uh, that dropped this past Wednesday. This was just like kind of the side stuff, even though there was some comic book talk here, you know. Right, right. It was just it, more it, so, as we were going over the notes, I forgot to put in the notes that the DC thing started last week. Mm-hmm. That's all. Well, it happens. Yeah. Sometimes we, we whiff on things. This is a very unprofessional podcast. What? Next, you're going to tell me our feeds are all messed up. Uh, they're okay now. Right. Okay. They're okay now. So, speaking of things messed up and speaking of whatever the hell we're talking about, mm-hmm. next week is episode nine of the soon-to-be-named movie Project Thing. Yes, it is. So, you and need to tell pick- us what movie we're watching. Okay, let me paint you a picture, Joe. Sicily, 1993. <laughs> yes. Every so, time I do that. 1993? I don't know. All right, I think you mean 1939. But anyway, uh, so the year, you know, it's the new millennium. A young actor whose career was on the wane but is starting to bloom again. A young Keanu Reeves, Joe, is in this movie is someone who has much potential and somebody else sees this potential in them. You son and of a through bitch. A ser- 
through a series of events, he's going to recruit that person, Keanu Reeves, and he's going to pull that potential out and change things. And that character is the most iconic character Keanu Reeves has ever played, Footsteps Falco, in the football movie The Replacements. Are you serious? Yes, I am. Oh, my God. So basically, this movie is in the, uh, it's a comedy version of the NFL strike, and Gene Hackman is an old coach who comes in when the, when the regular football season strikes, and there's a few, four weeks left in the season, and the owner, who's, is Jack Warden from Used Cars, Joe? A legend, sure. A, a legend in his final movie appearance. I think this is what did him in, to tell you the truth. Oh. He, he, uh, gets, he gets Coach McGinty, Gene Hackman, to put together a team of scabs that he's that he's been bringing in. And some of the people are like John Favreau and Orlando Jones, and they have to do the the, the next four weeks if they can get the Washington Sentinels into the playoffs. While this is going on, footsteps footsteps Falco, who uh, was a washed up quarterback, uh, Keanu Reeves is having a. a a relationship with one of the cheerleaders on the sideline and the kicker may be involved in point shaving. Oh, it's, it's a fantastic film with John Madden and Pat Summerall doing all the commentary on the actual football scenes. And I know with, you know, us doing the pickums and the beginning of football season, I know you can't wait to see this 2000 classic, the replacements. No. Dead silence. Dead silence. There's a million other... Uh, I can't stand stuck up... There's a million what? more football movies you could have had me watch. Right. Have you ever seen this movie? No. Well, you're going to now. I I, th- I I did like the build-up that you were teasing that I was almost going to have to watch the goddamn Matrix. <laughs> really? That's the only reason I picked this football movie was for the opening bit. No, I, I really like this movie, all joking aside. Um, it's you're gonna hate it. Um, but oh, I watch this I watch this movie because it's football. You're, it's the same way I'm gonna I hated Body Slam. You're gonna watch this movie. I watch this movie every year before or like around football season starting. So this is why I, I, I wait I waited. Normally I do it before the season, but I'll wait and watch it, you know, one time for this for this big this big extravagance of the show. And now there's some bullshit that you can watch this uh, on something called Sports Illustrated TV. <laughs> Whatever the hell that is. That's where they illustrate sports on TV. Right. I may get the free trial of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you get the football phone with it? Or the sneaker phone? I wish. That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? And you picked. I mentioned a while back that I was like, that I was like, yeah, I love those like uh, uh, bad news bears type movies. And you're like, are we gonna get necessary roughness? And I was like, close. <laughs> Though I know you probably would have preferred necessary roughness. But you know, it's in a whole bunch of the other places where you can get movies like this: Amazon Prime, Google Play, Voodoo. Things like that. Unfortunately, not streaming on Netflix. But if you go through Amazon Prime and you get that Sports Illustrated TV <laughs> thing, mm-hmm. get the uh, 
30 day the, the seven day free trial watch it within that time frame yes yeah all right are you excited i don't know i'm sure it'll be fine wow if, wow. if you have actual cable like your direct tvs and shit like that i guess it's on there as well I'm just trying to help people out if they want to watch along with this. Hmm. I might even I, we might cancel the rest of this movie thing, the way the way you're acting like a like a like a sad child, Joe. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it, it's a movie that you're leading up with that doesn't even sound like you like it all that much. So. No, I do like it. I do. I just don't think. <sighs> you know what? Pick another. You you know what you you do two movies. You do no, two movies in a row. So. We'll watch the replacements and we'll Wildcats. Couldn't watch Wildcats. <laughs> Wildcats. Nipsey Russell's in that. You know. Does he rhyme? Yeah. He has oh, a bone. He has, you've never seen Wildcats? I have, but it's been so long ago. She uh. Nipsey Russell is like the the principal of the school. Mm-hmm. And he's very concerned about making sure that they sell the last of the peanut brittle. Oh, okay. And I can pick another movie right now. The, uh, that's a running gag throughout the uh, the movie. I could pick another movie right now. Nah, stop being a bitch. No, I'll pick another movie right now. I'm calling an audible because it's a football game. Mm-hmm. Want another movie? No, nah, replacements is fine. All right, that's the yeah, that's Alex Smith. But anyway, so I can't wait to get your take next week. Take copious notes. Mm. I'm never mind. All right, I guess I'll, we're done here. I'll be watching. I think it's almost two hours too. Yeah, I saw that. Now I don't <laughs> feel so. Now I don't feel so bad about the movie I'm going to give you for October. So. Well, that that movie's going to get me pancakes, so I'm not worried. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Thanks for listening to episode 200 of Longbox Heroes After Dark. And, uh, I don't know, soon to be named network.com, longboxheroes.com, all the places where you can find these shows. And uh, come back next week for a movie that probably wouldn't even crack the top 20 of Keanu Reeves' Ovior, oh. The Replacements. <laughs> What a monumentous 200th episode. Oh, boy. If only we could line shit up so that the talk of replacements could have been the 200th. But I don't like change. You know this. Me too. Mm-hmm. There was almost a whole... We, we if, if we didn't get into like the great movie that you're watching for next week and Jim Clarinet, I would have told the story about how they changed my shirts uh, at where I buy them from. What? Yeah, and then... Changed them back because nobody liked them since the last time I bought a set. Do you buy them from an outlet or do you like get them online or something? Um, I buy them. Okay. I buy them from a big and tall store. Right. And and it's called casual mail, which there was one in Dixon city, but they closed it. So I think there's one down by me now, right? There is, there is one in Wilkesbury, but what would happen is I would buy Here's what I would do. If I needed shirts, I need new shirts, I'll go up to the to the big and tall store by me, which is only uh, 
across from Kmart, kind of a, a deal, a little closer to the mall, whatever. You have an idea where it is. So I drive up there, see how many they have of what I want. And then if they don't have enough, you only have two of my size. Give me four. Have mail the other two to my house, and I'll pay you right now. Oh, if you don't have if you don't have any, yeah. So they'll set they'll pay, and then they'll they'll ship it to my house. And sometimes when I was when I after I had the heart attack and when I everything I changed sizes, so I'd have to go up and check. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I lost I lost a lot of weight, so then I put some back on. So I had to go through different sizes and stuff. But so then for like even then I'd go online and look for coupons. If there was coupons, I would I would buy them online, have them sent to my house, but I knew what the sizes were. So this time I was like, all right, I can't go up to the the one by my house. I'm just going to order them online. And when I went to order them online, a bunch of people had rev- one star reviews for the shirts mm. that they had changed the fit size and the quality of the fabric. Right. So I was like, oh, if they change the fit size, then I don't want to order a bunch. And then have them, and just have to send them back. I want to know what size I need from here on out, and I'll, and then if I want to order them. So I drove down to Wilkesbury the other night, got there, and they were like, and the lady was like, "Oh, we did do that," and all you, and like all the, our customers went nuts and hated them. So we went back to the original fit size, and she's like, "If you pick any shirt on the rack here that says this new and improved, whatever they have written on it." Um, then you know that it's a, a one of the new fit shirts, which is the old fit shirts, not the middle fit shirts, if you know what I mean. Oh, it's boy. very confusing. So in the end, I tried one on. It was the same size that I always bought. It worked. And I was like, okay, how many do you have of these? One. Okay, order me three more. Ship them to my house. Here's my money. Now, knowing what they are, I'll just look for coupons online and have them shipped to my house. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, that's a lot of, but when they said they were changing, though I will admit, even though they changed the fit, changed the fit back, the quality isn't the same anymore. They are thinner shirts, which pisses me off. So. I, I went through and continually go through similar things with my, uh, the long sleeve white shirts I wear. Right. Many, many moons ago. The ones that I got were from the Eddie Bauer outlet. Right. And I could get them because the reason I would get them is the t- I would get them in the tall size. for the. That's s- what I always get tall because I like to have them hang. Right. For the the sleeve length mostly, right? For me, it's for when I raise my arms, my, my svelte gut isn't hanging out. I said this to someone the other day. I wear the same thing and you as well. I do? Well, no. You wear the same thing all the time for the same reason Mm -hmm. that I wear the same thing all the time, whether it's hot outside or cold outside. I don't wear what I wear for comfort. I wear what I do for uniformity and to protect you, people who may be in my general vicinity, from looking at less of me. (laughs) By wearing the long sleeve white shirt, tall, tucked into my slacks, when I lift my arms, you don't have to see my giant gut either. Mm-hmm. That's why I do what I do. Right. Me, I like the tall shirts, but I don't even tuck them in. I let them hang down like way past my jaw. Like I don't even care. Like I've I've given up. I'm not peacocking for anybody at this point. So right. 
I just, it's like good. It works. It's my deal. Now I have to get a new pairs of shorts. My shorts are, uh, for summer, like winter, you know, is coming. So I won't have to, uh, I'll joke aside with Game of Thrones. I won't have to put shorts on in a while and I'll have my jeans, but come spring, I'll probably have to get a whole new set, sets of shorts. And the, the, where I got my shorts just discontinued the shorts that I liked. Ah. So I got to go find shorts. It's not easy when you're a big guy, Joe. Right. And then, and you know what? I miss the days when, when shit would be sent to your house. All right. You didn't have to have shit sent to your house. You'd go to a store because it was like instant. Like, I know, like I want this. Mm-hmm. Now it's oh, fucking mail it to me and then mail it to me. Oh, this, I don't like this at all. Send it back. And I'm like, it, it, to me, it's, it seems like work to fucking shop anymore. Right, but where I was going, so the Eddie Bauer outlet Sorry. had my shirts, but then they stopped carrying the tall sizes, mm-hmm. and then they stopped carrying the long sleeve white shirts at all at the outlet store, and I'm not going to pay full price at fucking Eddie Bauer, you know, they were a nice quality, they were the tall, and I can get them for like 12 bucks each, right? Right. But th- So then I had to go to Old Navy, which is where I get my jeans, same situation, they don't carry the tall sizes in stock, I have to have them sent to my house or sent to the store. But the way Old Navy does things, like everything at Old Navy, no matter what the price is, it's constant. It's always 40% off. Whatever the price is, it's always 40% right. off. If you sign up for their email list or search for a coupon that doesn't work today, tomorrow there will be another coupon that works for the same exact 40% off. See, what I need to do is – see, I didn't know Old Navy had bigger sizes. Yeah. Um, do they just do tall or do they do like many X's? Let me see how many they go up to. It depends. Obviously, see, uh, as, as you get to, you know, bigger sizes, the less the the availability. Uh, right, decreases. and also your selection probably lessens. Right. Because all I want is a black T-shirt with a pocket that's cheap. Because getting them from the big and tall store, if I told you what my shirts were, but I like them, it, it would make your hair stand on end, Joe. Okay. I don't like, you know, 20 bucks a shirt. Uh, that's acceptable, I'd say. It is when they were very thick quality. Now that they're starting to thin out, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. And I can't, I, the, the mistake I made is my shirts are, Wearing thin, I'm going. I'm going to con season. Um, like I'm getting my picture taken, maybe with a celebrity or whatever. I'm, I I always have new shirts around New York Comic Con, so I bought four of them. But if I get them when the sales or the the coupons, I can get them much cheaper. But it was just oh, if I want four, they're twenty dollars right now. Do you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like, I need them now because the thing was, I'll have one shirt, but then I have to order three more. It'll take a week and a half for me to get them. So I'm like, okay, just give them to me, and I'm not waiting for a coupon, if that makes any sense. Yes. So did you find any black T-shirts? I'm looking. They go up to to three mm -hmm. XL. That might fit me. Black. I don't want to take a survey. You do want to take a survey. Todd is awesome. Yeah, unfortunately they don't have what you're looking for. Oh, well. 
Yeah. Yeah, they don't have it. Okay, no problem. I'll find it someplace else. Or I'll keep getting them here or whatever. I tried. You did try. Thank you. You do more than I do sometimes when it comes to trying. Though I, when it comes to me, I am very trying, I've heard. Mm. 